If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. All right, we're here. I have Rick Rubin content I'm dying to do. I fucking Are hate, you? I hate Rick Rubin so much. He apparently has a book out. It's called uh, The Guru, I think. So he thinks of himself as a guru. And he does a Anderson Pooper interview about uh, being the big producer guy. All right. Oh. Narration and certainly one of the most interesting. Look at this fucking album cover. What the fuck is He's this? like sitting there like he's meditating. He's the guru. Is he the At 59, giver? he's worked with just about every top recording artist across all genres. In an industry geared toward churning out hits, Ruben's focus <laughs> is on feelings. <laughs> Ruben's focus is on mediocrity. We don't need a hit here. This I don't know if you ever heard my bands on Rick Rubin, but Rick Rubin tends to like get grab a hold of an artist that's past their prime, and then he poses as he's going to do. Why don't we just do like a stripped down, like intimate, minimalist style product? Basically, how about you just how about we just do nothing? Or we just do a low effort. You just do it. Basically, like he just he poses really low effort. He sort of poses as a, as a minimalist. What he does is he just doesn't do any production. And the results are terrible. He did a and terrible. And they just use the Jew media connections to make. He it is. He is. And he's right. going to admit to some things in this in this uh, interview that are, if you're not anti-Semitic, are stunning to hear from someone just, who's a more famous music producer. How do you just lack self-awareness like this? I mean, just look at this image. Yeah. Well, it's like no. The, I, don't, I think this is hyper self-aware. I think he's doing it on purpose. He's either mocking everyone, I, I or think, he really yeah. might have because of like the inflated sense of of Jew self-worth. He might not realize how. Like no one sees that I'm ridiculous except I think for like just making fun of everybody. It could be dude. either way. Go either way. And helping There's... artists get in touch with their. Oh, oh, oh! You don't like interruptions? Well, this is a different kind of interruption. This is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only ten dollars a month. Uh, un- un- unless you're using, like, e-checks, then there's some extra fees, because the e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content, uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Uh, make an order. You can use e-checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use... A bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's Other Tone Stream, and you can uh, give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. Musical selves. Oh my God! That's that somewhat mystical. Serious. That's just fine with Rick Rubin. After all, his storied studio in California is named Shangri La, and he's been called the Guru by more than a few of the artists he's <laughs> okay. worked with. So yeah, in fact, now I'm more than ever convinced after much, Anderson Cooper said that that this dude is ayahuasca, just a. How much ayahuasca? How much ayahuasca is involved here? A lot, a, like a lot, all of it. <laughs> Before our interview even began. Ruben crossed his legs, closed his eyes, and then suggested we do the same. <laughs> okay, so he's the story basically will continue in a moment. Oh, oh, do I have to watch an ad now? Oh. Oh. Eyes closed, meditating before we start, just sure. to like really get here. Sure. Let's see that. Fuck you. Okay, he's trolling. He is trolling. He's trolling. This is fake. He better be so. Funny. That's a first. That's a first. Nice. Mm. 
does meditation help you creatively? <laughs> no, it it's clears. it's fake. No, I'm not creative. I'm, I'm, I'm not Jew. no because I'm not creative. I'm just Jewish. I'm just Jewish. <laughs> I'm in the entertainment because I'm does just meditation Jewish. help you Jewish? Oh, no, no, it's not, no, nepotism helps. Yeah. No, nepotism, not meditation. Yeah, just family connections. Nepotation. He just he just had Anderson Cooper sit there and close his eyes for a minute. That's not meditating. I yeah I know we know it's no it's fake. With Anderson it might be with Anderson might be grooming. Well, isn't Anderson the, Cooper? He's not part Jewish, is he? He's just gay. He's, he's a faggot. I don't he's know just if he's gay. part Jewish. He's just. I don't think he is. He might be. People are going to say he is in the comments. I don't what know. do we got in the background here? We got gay. a piano. I think they're we in. Got, his, I think they're at his studio. They're in Shangri La. Oh, that's an old. That's an old. Uh, is that an eight oh eight back there? A nine oh nine? I was going to say it looks like something that's been in a nightclub for thirty years. That's an it's old funny because it's machine. like let's just meditate to get here. It's like we're already here. We're already here, you dumb nigger. What are you talking about? Directions. Say the distractions can get in the way with a direct connection yeah. to the creative. Like distractions, force. like actually doing work. Oh God! Was that him right there? Yeah. Rick Rubin is definitely in tune with his creative force. Over the last four decades, he's produced albums and songs with more than 120 artists. But just keep them really simple. Bottom. Bottom. Oh, he did this album. All right, that's this is the exception to my rule. Then I guess. You can't really say blood sugar sex, sex magic is like a fall from grace for a once for an artist faster prime. That's actually no. He, he that's a huge brought record. a lot of people into well, my, particularly they, rappers. Though. They still continue to do that record to this day. Uh, yeah, that's their biggest hit. So I guess this is the exception to my rule. So we just throw you throw out the outliers. It's okay. Thinking maybe we start a cappella. I got ninety nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got ninety nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. I didn't know he produced that. He's helped launch careers, LL Cool J and Public Enemy among them. Well, hold on, hold on, real quick. Assume all rap music he produced. And is often the go-to and there's Ozzy. At the top of their game, no, that's like not Adele. true. But exactly what he does and how is difficult to describe. Because <laughs> he, do he didn't do anything. This is what he does. He sits there with his eyes closed and tells you if you like something. Do you play instruments? Here we go. This is this is it. no. Right, no, just just everyone, I'm just ready. be quiet. Try yeah. not. Do you play instruments? Barely. Do you know how to work a soundboard? No. <laughs> no technical ability, and I know nothing about music. I know what I like and what I don't like. This is listen to what he says. I know what I like and what I don't like, and I'm I'm decisive about what I like and what I don't like. So, what are you being paid for? <laughs> <laughs> Being Jewish, we're all wondering. <laughs> but he's got a great answer here. The confidence that I have in my taste and my ability to express what I feel has proven helpful for artists. You know so what? this would be like if if Mike was a movie producer. It's like I don't like movies. I don't really know anything about movies, but I do know what I don't. Like. Don't do that. That's but it's just like if you. But it's just like but it's, a it's a stunning admission. It's a stunning admission. Just stop. Just him don't do saying this. It sucks. him saying he doesn't know how to work an audio that board. That is amazing. And he, he has no technical ability. Because you would assume that at the very least he worked himself up from something. Well, this is exactly what this board, is exactly right? what I was going to get to. Yeah. yeah, I think of my my next example is of a huge producer who's not Jewish, Bob Rock. 
Bob Rock is a world famous producer, and but he but he started as an audio engineer. He was yeah, in he the studio. How to work he the was board. at the he, if if he needs a sound, if he needs a production technique, he can just do it, and he can, or he can tell his second engineer what to do. Rick Rubin is saying that he doesn't know anything about it, and he right. can just say, "I like." Can we make it sound like? Which is why so many of his recordings that I'm familiar with are so sonically just basic and bereft of anything. Any, I don't want to say extravagances, but it's just like there's nothing. If you listen to Wildflowers by Tom Petty. Does he need? To, did, did Tom Petty need to pay him to sit there and tell him what he liked and what he didn't like and be decisive? Apparently, yes. It's like Tom, no, Tom Petty didn't. Like Rick Rubin was just also there. Tom Petty was all, like Tom Petty did that after Into the Great Wide Open. Like it, like Tom Petty could have just retired and just had fuck you money for the rest of his life. God rest his soul. Well, the issue is actually what what is happening is Rick Rubin is a gatekeeper. Yeah, he's just a Jew. on music. It's and, amazing. And the the, the Jews with money that put this shit out. He's one of them. What they're useful is. Putting the juice stamp of approval on your project, and therefore it gets distributed. That's it's just it. crazy. That's it. That's what he gets. He gets paid literally for being Jewish. And Anderson Cooper maybe knows that, maybe doesn't know that. If he's Jewish, he knows it. If he's not Jewish, he's like, whoa. It makes me think he might not be Jewish for even asking that question, but that is fucking funny. That is absolutely That's hilarious. hilarious. And it's perfect. It's like, I'm, a, I'm a man with no... Basically, anything. imagine if you can make your job... Like, I like to listen to music, too. I like to hack my way around. Right. What if? Imagine I, yeah, if my job exactly. was telling you, like, I don't like how the song's going. Change it. And I have no idea how to change it. Like, if he doesn't play instruments, that might have been a troll. But it's like, like, say, like, okay, I like the way the chorus feeds into the bridge there, but the energy level, if, if we had a more dramatic chord change, maybe, and. Right. But right, you have right. no idea what music theory is. You can't is, even so talk you, about You don't that. see. Yeah. No, like, the artists, all the artists do is, like, maybe, like, this, and they do a little key change, but you don't really know why or how that works. But you just know that you wanted them to do something different, or you you're telling that like tell your engineer you know it doesn't sound like what was that line from Rocket doesn't sound bollocks enough maybe we should EQ it and like but you don't know how EQ works because you don't know how the soundboard works you're just you're just ripping you're just sitting there with your you're meditating and you're like I don't know man here's something else here's something else that's funny he's posing as this guru figure like this is this a guru guru right the guru but let me let me continue here for a second so he's posing as this figure. And he makes Anderson Cooper do this phony little meditation technique, right. which is equally as fake as everything this guy's mm-hmm, ever done. Mm-hmm. And yet, then in the B-roll that they've got in this background footage from from him in the studio with with, with niggers, he's telling that nigger, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, ninety nine problems with a bitch ain't one." So he's coaching this nigger on how to do misogyny. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, so right. what? And look, I I don't have an inherent problem with it. Like, that's a funny. That song is funny, and people quote it, and it can be funny and shit. I don't have an inherent problem with saying like I don't allow women to cloud my thinking or whatever. Do you want you want to hear some embarrassing? But, but here, but here, let me just finish I, I this point. I bought that though. album when it came out. Oh well, yeah, that is kind of embarrassing. You paid money for a nigger shit. But I actually used to buy rap albums when I was like a teenager too. So whatever. But here, here's the thing. But. Isn't if he's all about like peace and love? Why is he? And and there's and he's and that's even some of the more mild shit. Like he's coached niggers to talk about like shooting other niggers, engaging in gang war and criminality and stuff. Because all that, like every gangster rap album you could ever think of, he produced. Now he eventually and he he founded Def Jam. So all that gang and that and then Def Jam was like the parent of literally every rap label right. ever. Like it all descended from there. It was like him and every, Russell, if you uh, thought a nigger Simmons, right? wasn't owned by Def Jam, you were wrong. Fucking Christ is King, Kanye West album was produced by this nigger, by this Jew. So like mm. all, all of that shit ultimately descends from that. Now he eventually retired from that. He handed it off to an Israeli businessman, Lior Cohen, who now is also the guy. That runs YouTube music. Yeah. So Leor Cohen actually runs almost all music. Mm. 
And I think I wouldn't be surprised. I know. Well, this is pretty annoying. You don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But uh, you can't because you don't have a subscription. You should go to the right stuff. Biz slash paywall. Tag it. That, that we found out that the same guy that owned the same Jew that owns BET also owns the country music channel. <laughs> so of course, which is, of course, of course, that's that doesn't even not make sense. Like that just makes perfect sense, yeah. right? And so, um, like, there's like three Jews that run all music. Rick Rubin is one of them. And and all he's saying, it's he's literally saying, I don't play instruments. I don't know how to run a board. I don't know anything about music, but I know what I like and don't like. Like right. So yeah. apparently, your only your job here. You is, like Tom Petty. And Tom Petty's like, I know, but, but he I'm likes really Tom good. Petty, but he also likes all, he also likes Ninety Nine Problems, but a bitch ain't one. Like he, he likes everything. He likes anything that he likes anything. Well, so I still also, think about Mike as the movie producer. They hand him a script, and he's like, I don't like it, and refuses to elaborate. I don't know. This is, I like it if I like it. I don't like it if I don't like it. Every if if I were in charge, everything would be extremely long, arc, complicated plot, sci-fi. With All zero, right. with zero lived-hearted political interruptions, <laughs> cool. which that's, would be that's, awesome. Kind of, that's kind of the opposite of Rick Rubin, though. It's like I want this to be more complex. I want it to yeah, be interesting and in depth and engaging, just, and just, also eschew like lived-hearted political tropes. Please. I'll just never forgive him for the way he produced Slayer. It's like Slayer, well, he made me, he if ruined were, Slayer in anybody else's hands would have been so good. If I were the music producer, the, the movie producer, and I was ever handed a script that had any lived-hearted political tropes, that would go directly in the garbage. You'd actually get much better materials because of my personal taste, just what I like and don't like. That's true. You're probably right. <laughs> it's just like you. I listen to you listen to an album. There's any Zoomers out there? Don't know. listen to Seasons in the Abyss by Slayer. This was released in 1990. Slayer had become just like more and more and more popular. They had plenty of budget. They had plenty of time, and it's just like it's this record. Record is put together, but it's like by somebody who's never heard metal before, almost. The sounds are so thin, and there's no space, and it's just like it's like right. give me like the the I was saying this well, to our I was saying like this Alex to Alex Sportsman, right? It's, it's like the same shit. Well, it's like the the live album that they put out like during the, in, the ensuing tour. They put out Decade of Aggression, I think it's called. The live versions of the stu- of those of those new songs sound better, not in the way like oh it's live and spontaneous. It's like no, it's like the sounds themselves. The sounds are just, are just better. They're just bigger because they have to because they're like in a fucking arena. Right. It's like, but you're, you're one of your jobs is like you're supposed to make the drums sound like they're in a big space. Not you know yeah. they're not supposed to be these like little boom these little dry little boom flaps. Can't like, Rick Rubin even like hire people to do that? Or he just I don't know. They just, just, just like somebody it. just didn't care. Yeah, they just it's just. I think he just thing. but I thought, but my, I think he just doesn't know how to do it. I think well, he just doesn't, doesn't know how to make things sound big, acoustic instruments, a set of drums, a guitar amp. He doesn't know how to just and make just them sound well, big he, and aggressive. He said he doesn't know how to. Yeah. But the other he thing just said, that, I know like, what I like. But like, so he's sitting there, like, whereas Bob Rock would be like, all right, we got to kick up the, maybe we'll, maybe we'll some pipe in some direct out here to make the this distortion hairier. We'll get a reverb chamber. And, you know, it's like, it, there's ways to make this stuff sound big. I would love, like, the multi-tracks to mix that album myself. <laughs> Well, yeah, just, I, think, I think a lot of that shit is like he he when he does do this revival of of, of spent artists that was different that was that was okay. they kind of peaked okay but, All right, uh, well, it's, it's it's kind of funny to even put like uh, Bob Rock in in the same sort of discussion as Rick Rubin I mean whenever I was a kid as a teenager and I heard Inner Sandman for the first time the decent sound system it's the first incredible. track I ever heard it's incredible it was mind blowing and he, he and he has many such fucking 
entries to his catalog that didn't stop. Like, whereas Rick Rubin has Death Magnetic from Metallica. Probably oh. the second worst sounding recording they've ever made. Where it sounds like it sounds like every time he hits the snare drum, he drags like a sandpaper across it. It's like this got this gritty, nasty, overcompressed, and totally dry. Once again, there's no space. It's just this in-your-face dry crack that's overcompressed and slightly well, distorted. It's you know, like, it's what funny. are you doing? It's I like, think this about is, this, yeah. and I also think about like Alex Kurtzman. Yeah, it's the same. And thing. Damon Lindelof. It's the same phenomenon. The different thing though is with, so, with with Kurtzman, like. He's a newbie. Like Ruben has been that's doing true. this for like thirty that's, years. You're right, that's true. That is, <laughs> but true. he's right. Well, I, I think he's riding out on he 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 founded Def Jam, discovered like the Beastie Boys, so some other which Jews. were just Jewish. Yeah, right. Can we go back to the video? They went to the same synagogue. But real quick, before oh, we shit. do that, okay. I want to make this point. We've we complain a lot about um, we've complained a lot about Star Trek and 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 Alex Kurtzman on the show, but it's essentially the same complaint, and re, and it's sort of like I think about like Mike Siklasa. And Rich Evans, and if you're hearing my voice right now, something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. Unless this is just how you want to live. Who am I to tell people to stop listening to free content that's constantly interrupted, that has to deal with my voice and whatever audio quality this is going to come out in? Who am I to tell people that they should be getting behind the paywall at the right stuff dot biz slash paywall? Especially if they're not white, which... I assume that's what, what you probably are if you're hearing my voice right now. This is that's just that's just my assumption. I could be wrong, but I mean, if you're not white legally, you do have to tell me that you're not white. This is. I told Sven that I'd I'd record some commercials for him, and at first I thought I was going to put some effort into it, but then I realized why don't I just ramble in the dumbest way possible and force you to listen to it because that's what you're doing right now. You are listening to this. What it, Mike was probably saying something very interesting, something very insightful, and now you're listening to me. Is this really what you want? Is this is this how you want to live? Do you want to be non-white? Because again, that's I just assume that's what you are. You could always fix that. You could rectify this problem by going to the right stuff that is slash paywall and getting yourself a subscription, and then you'll never have to hear me again, you know, unless I'm filling it or something. And I'm suffering in in not not suffering in silence, but just suffering, suffering in loudness because yeah. they they amplify their suffering to the internet of being actual people that care about sci-fi, yeah, and that love Star Trek and care about it and would be create shows literally with space. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's to, that's to seem like it's happening in space. Well, that's what's funny is it can't have no space. Actually, doesn't have space. <laughs> it's it's not actually happening in space. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a kind of a complaint about it, right? I mean, it's ironic, it's a pun, but it's also true. Like Star Trek Picard isn't in space. Like Star Trek is supposed to be in space, and it's just not. And it's the same because it's Alex Kurtzman, and and he has no talent either. And none of these Jew producers have fucking talent, and they take stuff that white people care about, whether it's nerdy sci-fi or nerdy metal or something that like white men that care about craft mm. and content and art create and they would do this with anything they did it with classical music they took classical music from like these large symphonic compositions they made it like minimalist discordant bullshit like ivory glass and that kind of shit so they took the genre of like high level of music and they made it stupid they took they they introduced rap music which is fundamentally stupid but before rap niggers were doing like motown and soul which if whatever you think about it is still better than rap and then they take like sci-fi, another thing white men invented, and they made it fucking retarded. 
They make everything shit. And they took legends and heroes and they made comic books. Like, they took everything, they take everything and they make it shit. And then they run it and they make your culture fucking retarded. And that's what Jews do. Anyway, now we can talk more. We can watch yeah. more Rick Rubin. Then he, like, Rubin handed the Metallica project off to his, uh, one of his guys, Greg, no, no, the Jew. Greg Feidelman. But who's right. actually, like, Maybe does he has have production. a little bit more he talent. Did, he's yeah. quite a bit more. His his stuff is way better. Sound. He's still a Jew, but he he's got to be like Jesus fucking Christ. This nepotism. Well, he's not. He's, Nep- not pretend, he's not doing this. <laughs> but even he's got to be like, can we just get can we get Rick out of the studio so I can make this album, please? Because yeah. this guy doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> even someone like Feidelman, who's going to benefit from the nepotism just as much. At least he right. can. At least he can fucking. Rick Rubin's put never going to hand anything off to a non-Jew. Oh, I mean, man. with rap, like Leor Cohen's just a businessman. Yeah. Like, there's no reason so, why he would. I don't know what else yeah. is in here, but. Artists are eager to make the pilgrimage to Shangri-La Studios in Malibu to work with Rubin. How many studios do you have here? There's the main control room here with the live room. The place is minimalist, to say the least. There's no mirrors, no TVs, no signs of Rick Rubin's extraordinary success. I've never been in a recording studio where there's not gold records and Grammys. Do you have like a tiny ego room somewhere? I don't. I I used to send them all to my parents, and (laughs) I don't know where they are now. It's a distraction. If you start thinking about doing something to achieve that, then you're not focused on this making this beautiful oh, shut thing. The fuck up. It just undermines shut up. the purity of the project. Would you say it's sub- no, it's this, a subversive influence? This is just <laughs> this is just bullshit. Like I don't like none of his bullshit fa- fake wisdom about how to do art and creativity do I take seriously for a second. This is just an act. It's, yeah. it's a fucking We're going back to the key and we're going back to the tempo. Ruben has referred to himself as a reducer instead of a producer. Well, I like I the mean, idea of getting the point across with the least amount of information possible. Well, they've got like audacity you're open here. That, like... that's, that's, that's Pro Tools. Okay, sorry. And that's what you're doing in a recording studio. You're listening to music, to sound, and... How can we do the least possible to get this yeah, on tape? How do we do the least amount of work to get this to <laughs> sell? To... Listen, yeah. my, my, abilities, my abilities are limited. What's the fewest amount of instruments we can use? <laughs> Strip it. Just see what's, what is actually necessary. Getting it down <laughs> to that essence to start with see, is really helpful this in is, understanding. This is the pose of minimalism. I mean, what it is. Yeah, this is what... The whole idea of minimalism is just lazy people. Don't be fooled by all these knobs either. These are just microphones. No one's, no one's these, using those. These are my, No, they're using them, but they don't do anything. Those are microphone pre's. Right. There's no effects there. In. You just plug in and you turn it up so that sound goes through it. There's no, it's nothing to be dazzled by. On our first day, he brought us. Hey, look at those. It, hey, look at those. I got that's those. That's about the same amount of gear, if not slightly less well, than we have right here. Yeah. Well, I don't have one of these. This is really expensive. That thing on top. Yeah, that's, that blue that's thing. That's not an effects rack. The thing, the thing on top. That's um. Oh, that's that's one of those tube equalizers. I don't have that. It's in on a jam set. Things like forty grand. With saxophone great Kamasi Washington. What are you listening for? Like right now? Nothing really. <laughs> what are you listening for? I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm just listening for the start sucking their teeth. Yeah. Nip other monkey shines. What chimes, piano. Yeah, I'm not listening to any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, li- I'm listening to, I'm listening I'm to listening the notifications to the, the, for my bank account. No, like, I'm listening to the, cl- the, 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 
the tinkle what? of coins falling. I'm, I'm, listening, listening, I'm listening to this. What, what are you listening to? I'm listening to the slow doing? decline not, of the white not race. Listening to anything. Yeah, that's what he's listening to. <laughs> I'm listening to like Jewish supremacy. I'm just like I'm, I'm like li- I'm, I'm listening doing... to I'm listening to well, Anderson Cooper be befuddled well, the by answer, my thing, shitty the act. Is, like I'm not doing anything at all. Yeah. Like I'm just not doing anything. Look at that. No, I'm not listening. I'm not even listening to this because I don't even. It's I don't even care. That's just fucking My funny. second engineer is listening to it. Hey, what are you back, listening to? I'm listening to the feeling. <laughs> How do you listen to a feeling? Well, my body's moving. I feel that melody awaken something in me. There's something familiar about this it, but I don't think I've heard it before. The feeling of familiarity is a good feeling. So if you haven't noticed by now, Rick Rubin talks a lot about feelings. My Why not just have some Down syndrome sit there and see if they like it or not? I yeah. mean, well, I don't know if you, you see. That's a minimalist thing. If you see the gentleman, <laughs> you see the gen- with less brain power. Do you see the you gentleman know? in the background with the black t- turtleneck on? Yeah, he's the one actually working. Right. Right. He's making sure the levels are good. He's making sure stuff's coming through, and he's listening to make sure. I guess they'll both hear if anybody makes a mistake. What is this Jew doing? Just collecting nothing. a paycheck? He's the produ- Yes, he's the producer. He's just he's collecting just, money. He's just legendary producer Rick Rubin. He's just collecting money. And not only is he producing, they're anything. fucking doing the session in his studio that he owns, so he's double dipping on it. Uh, and this poor yeah, guy. He's getting money. This for guy the, in the turtleneck is making the record. I wonder if that's Greg Feitelman. I wonder who that is back there. It might that, very well that be. That guy's making the record. I haven't noticed by now, Rick Rubin talks a lot about feelings. My aim is not to have my presence felt. <laughs> unless it's necessary. Unless it's helpful. <laughs> what is the point? I'm not here to interfere with your creation well, either. This is like, I'm just well, going like, to lie on the gonna lay in the background and smell bad. Yeah. His presence is laid back, literally. He usually listens lying down. Oh, God. His oh, eyes who, we need some deno- donations for that, uh, for those feet pics, everybody. Send I didn't your see Rick Rubin feet pics. I really did. He was napping. I try to listen as no, close. No, he is napping. He is def- no, probably that's exactly napping. what he's doing. As I possibly can. It's napotism. Jewish napotism. And when my eyes are closed, he's yeah, only. I'm, sl- I'm just sleeping. When he's my eyes only, are closed, he, I'm asleep. He's only swaying like this for the camera. I feel like yeah. I'm there with the music. It may not seem. He's like not good. even in the studio. He's in his in bedroom. I know. He's using. I was gonna say. You feel like you're actually not. Like you care less. I feel. No, like he doesn't I'm give any fucks. This is all performance. Uh, well, so what I find interesting is he's constructed this entire charade of how he's like this guru. Yeah. Just to just to like paper over the fact just, he does nothing. It contributes yeah. nothing. Just yeah. come in and. Why even bother doing this sixty minute segment? What? what is he? What We're does it do? Ce- I mean, celebrating a long career. He's only 59. I thought he was older than that. He's just celebrating his long career of success. He's only 59. Yeah, that's, that's what they said. So we're going to be here. plagued with this guy's oh, records right. for many, many more he years. Could make, he, could, he could do this until he's 90, just yeah. be in the studio and not do doing nothing? anything. Yes, he could just do nothing until, until things, he's And senses old. things other producers don't. Oh, oh hey, Goy. Herschel here. Are you listening to a free fag episode of The Daily Shower? Do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription? I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. Back in 1993, a few stray guitar chords on a Tom Petty demo tape caught his attention. Tom sent me demos of about five new songs, oh, and none of them really struck me, honestly. None of them spoke to me. But that guitar riff that opens a song, 
was something that was played between two of the songs, just like a like a warm up. I drove to Tom's house and I played it for him. I said, "Listen to this piece. I feel like this is the best thing on the tape. Write this one." And that turned into "Last Dance with Mary Jane." Actually, not a terrible song. But Great song. I didn't know he did that song. He's going to be out after this. No, this could also just be false. He could just be lying about it. No, I believe it. But it's like, yeah, Tom Petty is so good that, like, an, a, strong, a, a, chord, a chord that he like, strummed uh, accidentally between two songs is but, good. But like, here's the thing. Maybe those five other songs were also great, and they're in the garbage, and we'll never hear them because of Rick Rubin. It's possible. Maybe they but also, also But also, no, Tom true. Petty is so prolific that he would just, like, he could he just, like, just, do those songs just, like anyway. take a shit every morning well, here's and the there's other a new thing. song. Because Rick Rubin doesn't actually do anything. Mm. He was probably like, I like this one riff, but also, you can just put those other five songs in the album because I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's got to be hard, though, when you come back saying, you know, I like the thing that happened accidentally in between two of these songs. Well, it's a flex more than anything. Yeah. That's a tough sell sometimes, isn't it? I'm not trying to sell it. <laughs> I'm just sharing what well, I'm feeling. Well, if I don't like know, it, like... it doesn't get produced, so I don't need to compromise with these people. Mm. They don't want to do it. It's fine. Ruben is now sharing what he's learned in a book. The creative act, oh, a way of being. It's another book. Oh, that's week. why he's got this fucking segment yeah, yeah, to yeah. sell this dumb book. I thought he was selling the guru book. He's just grifting again. The creative act, a way of being. It's his guide to harnessing creativity, something he figured out how Oh my God, is that his Wait, NYU? even before like, people are saying that like symbol on the front is some satanic thing? Is that just assuming people are going to do that? Oh, like, I, th- I, I thought it was like basketball. The thing yeah. in the middle. How to do his sophomore year at New York University in 1982. His parents wanted him to be a lawyer, but Ruben had another idea. You decide the dorm is going to be the studio. It's going to be the DJ booth, drum machine, pre-production music area. Yes. <laughs> Did your roommate have any say in that? He didn't, but he loved it. He was going out every night. He wasn't into booze or drugs, he says. I doubt, the music I, I is what drew him, and hip-hop was just starting to make some noise. What was it about hip-hop that attracted you, this kid from Long Island at NYU? It wasn't made... i got to say, it is pretty offensive. Well, that like, makes perfect sense. It is pretty offensive he's taking credit for Last Dance with Mary Jane. That's pathetic. That makes me really mad. Because that's such a great song, and he's sitting there like, yeah, he wrote that because I told him to. Yeah, whatever. He didn't actually. People he just wrote went it. to the music conservatory. It was made by kids who felt something. You know it's like that. But the few hip-hop records Ruben could get his hands on didn't sound like what he heard in the clubs. In a hip-hop club, the music was made by the DJ scratching records or playing breakbeats or using drum machines or some combination. And then there would be a rapper or a group of rappers. And the records that came out were always a, a band playing. And that wasn't what, to me, what hip-hop was. So Ruben persuaded rapper T. Rock and Black DJ Clay. Jazzy J <laughs> to let him produce a record that captured the way they sounded live. It's yours. I don't really care about any of this, I don't know. No. The stripped-down sound got noticed. Ruben teamed up with music manager Russell Simmons. But the, the behind the scenes here is that, like, okay, he's a rich Jew yeah. that got to do this because yep. he wanted to. He went to college from Long Beach, and he decided uh, he did. He came from a very wealthy Jewish family. Yep. He decided I don't really want to study. 
at college, so I'm just gonna do this I wanna DJ make, music. I want to make thing. beats, mom. I just, well, he didn't. No, I want to watch other people make beats yeah. and approve or disapprove of them. I want to capitalize on someone else's beats. Yeah, I want to capitalize on someone else's work, and this is how I'm gonna do it. Even these blacks at least did something. Yeah. And so he's like, so he just it's it's purely like um, it's purely he's literally like ideas man. He's like, I just want to give ideas. I don't want to do any work. Yeah. But it's not even that, because it's not even his ideas. I want to take credit for your ideas. Here's the thing. Crazy. I'm literally a middleman, and I have the money that can make you... That's all it is. It's just... It's he that. had access to money. That is it. He had access to Jewish money, and it was needed for a Jew to go to the other Jews that fund things and say, we can go ahead and put money into this. I'm overseeing it. And also, we're going to attack Whitey. Yeah. We're going to make sure we, we make a we're gonna whole build industry this, yeah. out of attacking Whitey. I don't know if it's worth watching anymore. No, no, at this point. You had a so. meeting in your dorm room. I had all my meetings at the dorm room. I met with Run DMC at the dorm room. I met, I met with everybody at the dorm room. So these that niggers dorm. are going to a college dorm. And I actually know the dorm he's talking about. I know mm-hmm. the exact building in New York City that, I, at least I assume it is, there's one very famous place. It's like, this is the NYU dorm. That's basically where Jewish kids like plot the next generation of Judaism. became the headquarters for Def Jam recordings. I want to hear about Slayer. And the also, hold on, hold on. I like how the university allowed this to happen. This is probably Candace Cooper's next question. You know that you were operating yeah. not just a side hustle, <laughs> like you, that you were operating a business out of the school? Eventually it became an issue because over time, as Def Jam grew, the entire mailroom was filled with boxes of records to be shipped out. His senior year, Ruben was working with Run DMC, the Beastie Boys, and a teenage LL Cool J. And after he graduated, Def Jam landed. Who's this guy? I don't know, some guy. Wow. That is some Semitic smile right there. Jesus Christmas. A seven-figure distribution deal with Columbia Records. Oh! Ruben was always looking for new talent. He heard a jingle from a college radio show and tracked down the rapper Chuck D, who wrote it, and convinced him to sign with Def Jam. That's how the groundbreaking this group Public Enemy got started. This is only interesting in the fact that it tracks literally how Jew, Jew like created the entire rap industry, which yeah. I've been saying for a long time, but it's not even hidden. They just no. brag about it. Is that Rick, Chuck D Rick today? Rubin is one of the pillar stones of hip hop. <laughs> the pillar stone. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love niggers so much. Even Chuck D, like a storied, legendary yeah, nigger. Well, no, oh, he's supposed fucking... to be the educated nigger. Oh my god, the pillar he, stones. He's like a book nigger. Oh my the god. Stones, Is it the, Georgia, the Georgia pillar stones? They've been destroyed. The Georgia pillar stones. <laughs> <laughs> they today, were destroyed. Is that today's show title? The Georgia pillar stones. He wanted pillar stones. Your they name bought. will be Usul. The base of the pillar stone. Mm. Tell me of your homeworld, Ruben. <laughs> Tell me of your homeworld, Chuck D. Tell me of your homeroom, Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me of your dorm room, Ruben. It's, it's right, put that in there. Put that, that's a show. Tell me of your dorm room, Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> Too much fun today. I can't believe this nigger just said that. Like, oh, the, he's one of the pillar stones. What a pillar stone. Do you know what I have open another tab on a highly related note? What's that? Mm. I have an article from the tablet. It's called On Jewish Vulgarity. Ah. Oh. Okay. It's one of the pillar stones of curse words. Vulgarity is one of the pillar stones of Judaism. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is. Like, literally, Jews are a very vulgar race. He pioneered the rap, but he pioneered 
giving rappers money. He pioneered what Kanye West is complaining about right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, basically, he pioneered Jews giving niggas money on shit that never would have made money uh, otherwise. Oh my yeah. God. Energy for it to be daring. No, that's not what he did. He oh gave you money. This that's- was the gayest shit that ever happened. Oh, hi, guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption. Not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you, we need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at therightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use money orders. You can use crypto. You can use e-checks. You can even go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. Ruben left Def Jam in 1988. Yeah, that was really bad. Set up shop in California. Oh, there we go. Producing Slayer and other heavy metal bands. That's that season's in the abyss right there. Is that Johnny Cash? That's, That's unfortunate. Established artists. Johnny Cash credited him with reviving his career. See? The first time I got seen was at a dinner theater in, in Orange County. It just seemed like... So that's why Johnny Cash became cool again. Yeah. No, like, I always wonder, like, why do people care about this, like, 50s, like, country guy? It's because he yeah. got into the Rick Rubin fucking uh, and they made it cool production, again, yeah. too, and, and, there, and he's in the pipeline, and now, like, suddenly, like, like punk rock kids were all like, oh, yeah, Johnny Cash, like, goths. Yeah, like, exactly you know, right. I'm like, You're what exactly. are you, I'm, I gotta, and I, gotta, I go yeah. back, it's not that, not that it's terrible stuff, but it's I just like, I like Johnny Cash, I like his older but stuff. But it's just like, a guy who's like, somebody who's like listening to Sponge somebody, in 1994 right. is like, like, oh, yeah, I really love this old fucking yeah, country shit that my grandma like, likes. He, he was basically would have to be performing at the Grand Ole Opry in order to get any attention in front of, like, boomers and stuff. But here's the other thing. Uh, Johnny Cash, real quick, just as an aside, I gotta say something. Yeah. There's this rumor that Walk the Line is a song about the fact that Johnny Cash's wife, uh, before June Carter Cash, was black. She wasn't. In fact, there, his, there was a rumor that he had a black wife. Oh, you never heard that rumor? And then, I, no. like, he's like, I walk the line because you're mine. Like, in other words, I walk into town and the clan tries to kick us out because he got a near wife. In fact... Um, he did have a wife who was like, had some black ancestry somewhere in her past. They literally sued people for saying that his wife was black. Like if people said Johnny Cash's wife is black and in like a public forum, you would get a letter from his attorney to say, that saying like, literally take that shit you back. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, cool. enough about that. Yeah. So what's, 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 what else has Ruben got for us? I fucking, I'm addicted so he was to a racist. Guy. Like the world had passed him by, and he believed the world had passed them by. Ruben looked around for lyrics that would suit the man in black. He picked a Nine Inch Nails song called Hurt. Oh, he was responsible for this monstrosity. Made it his own. I hurt myself. Today. It's like the worst thing Johnny Cash ever did. It's like he's. It's, like, he it's like he. To but it's like he. Well, why? Why? No, just Rick Rubin. Just like this is why a good song. Why should be connected to Nine He's just Snow. saying this is a good song. You should sing it. So he basically again. He's, he's like not Johnny doing Cash. anything. He's just like. He, he, what he's saying is Johnny Cash. You want me to revive your career? I can do that. Here's the song I like. You should sing it's, this it's song. Def- it's like it's like the bong thing. <laughs> what if like? <laughs> what if like hurt was sung by Johnny Cash? <laughs> That'd be awesome. And then it's like they go do that, and then they do that, but it's not even like good. I really—that's my least favorite of all Johnny. Oh, uh, I just—I liked watching him bob his head. It's all fake. Wow, that's it. That's incredible. Wow, you didn't—you didn't do any of that, Rick. You—you said you had your. It's amazing listening to you sit here and parasite Rick, off the work of others. Rick, how did you get your second engineer to like set up two microphones and capture that in the room, and then have him hit the record button? 
How yeah. did you do that, Rick? It's like, it's like it's like Rick. I'm really in awe of how you basically just parasite off the work of other people with talent. Do you know? Do you, you take know? these people with talent and you just you just you just make money from them? Do you know why your second engineer picked out which mics he would use for that production? Oh no, you don't. <laughs> do you know which mic? Okay, you don't. Do you okay. know what a second engineer is? <laughs> I have no idea. Look, it sounded honest. It's no, it brutally doesn't. honest. It's brutally honest. No, it's not. It's brutally no, honest. No, none of this. This all of this. All of this is this. This entire segment yes. is totally. So dishonest. he's so he's responsible for. This is probably the best of the bunch. But Johnny Cash is an entire like monotone album of like modern cover songs. That and sucked. The, and that's like that's it's the, the worst one. thing. He ever this did. is the one everyone loves. But it's like there's an entire album of like with the lights out. It's less dangerous. Here we are now. Oh, he does that song? No, I'm just making shit up. But it's like it's like him singing. Dude, that's a long fucking way from the Highwaymen. Yeah, Hurt became one of Johnny Cash's most popular songs, and over the course of a decade, they made the Highwaymen too. That would depress. What I hate about that song is like it made it it gives like Trent Reznor more clout too, which it's just just stupid song. I hurt myself today. So I would have something to feel or something like that. Yeah, albums yeah. together. He shows up in all these different genres and helps the real Yo, what's sound. A, of, what's a motherfucking it's genre? genre? It's, it's, it's almost mo- like it's almost like he's a Jew controlling the entertainment industry. Yeah, urge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick Rubin had always been a little Bruce Lee Zenish. I can't teach you, but I can help you explore yourself. That type of thing. Oh my god! Right, because I don't Chuck know D. anything. I don't know that, anything. I yeah, literally that, can't teach yeah, you anything. Just, yeah, exactly. It's just I, I I can't teach you anything, so you're gonna have to figure it out yourself. Sort of That's what I'm attributing. That you, you would actually expect. I would after fifty like forty years of doing this shit, right? That this dude would have at least learned something, like at least learned how to use some of the studio equipment. But why bother well, if you're Rick Rubin? What's the point? Why do you work? Just have interesting just to, to me. Is just the, go to clubs and meet with people and like get money. I would love to know what the back channel. What the actual stuff is, going on is, yeah. Like, what is it about Rick Rubin that, like, I have, I have chosen you. You're now getting sucked up into the the hose, the hose that, that I have dude. attached to like pop culture. I think that's just you all know? it is. It's just the hose of Judaism, and he has connections. I guess to it doesn't Jews. need to be much more specific. And, and than if that, he huh? like, I think he literally is doing the bit. Like, if I like it, but he also remember. But the things he likes is not even just his personal taste. The last time we talked about it, like there was some artist he was connected with that just like fell off the map after he stopped. I can't remember who it was. Might have been Danzig. I don't remember. It could have been. Yeah, it doesn't. It's whatever. But here's here's the other thing. He's not purely because like anything with Jews, it's not just that he's got Jewish privilege, therefore he can produce things he likes and and not produce things he doesn't like. He can do that, but it's not like he gets the Jewish privilege for then his individual expression. No, he controls the music industry, and he puts it in a certain direction. He sends it in a certain direction, and mm. and, and that direction is the mainstreaming of, of black stuff. Yeah, and the time. black stuff is is brutally anti-white, and he absolutely approves that. And even as we know from from like some black artists that have come out and talked about this, like they get encouraged to be more gangsterish, to be more like niggerish, and to be more anti-white. Like they're encouraged to be this way in their music. So he's actually. Getting these these rap niggers to be more like going down this route. I want to feel, and then he brings more like I'm about to be carjacked. Right? Can you make me feel more? Can you make me feel racial more, dread? Like, threatened? Yeah, but no, but he doesn't feel a racial dread. And so then he brings in, that in, and he has collab. He brings that into white music spaces. Mm. So he brings Aeros, which all right, Aerosmith sucks, but like he brings that in with Run DMC. I don't. It's just, it's like 
he's it's a there's a very specific Jewish cultural goal that he's also mm. meeting. It's not just like this is what I like, what I don't like. I'm sure he does also because he's a Jew enjoy Jewish cultural goals being met through the music that he's producing and creating and, and such and so yeah. He, like the rest of us, is still trying to figure out exactly how Rick Rubin does what he does. <laughs> Yo, no! Anderson, Rick was on the couch, and I was wondering, we were in the booth, I'm wondering, is he asleep or awake or what? <laughs> and then makes a couple of suggestions, boom, 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 and sure enough, it unfolds itself, and like, ah, dude, just is, he just did some Rick Rubin shit to us. <laughs> We watched him do that with pop singer Kesha. I think we should double that one. Whatever you like. Let's hear it. Oh, my God. Wait, what? Mike was going to say what? Did we all miss that? Is that because this is the free fag edition? Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. That's Kesha? Talk about road hard and put away wet. Oh, my God. Whoa. She looks like... I can't remember the last time I seen her, but she looks like she aged twenty years. Yeah, what the hell happened? She had that like that I think real she's just trashy... a woman that got older. Oh my god! She god. was recording with the gospel choir. Oh no! See, this is what he does. You know, I wouldn't be able to do a proper recording if I had Rick Rubin like smiling and nodding at me the whole time. Oh, that would really Can we get this creepy homeless guy out of the studio, please? Yeah, really. <laughs> like, why, Rick? What do you think? If we want to put it into the song, we can chop it up. This was her first time being guided by the guru. Oh, with the feet. Working with him has been genuinely life-changing. Oh, she looks terrible. He gave me, like, oh, homework assignments. What homework assignments? Oh, I was writing there. a song, and I couldn't articulate what I needed to say. Wow. And he was like, go looks home like a dude. and write a f- God damn. Honestly, she looks like a fucking That's dude. That's a nigga. That's Full like- essay. She's only 35. Did you tell her to write an essay, Rick Rubin? Rick Rubin, the guy who never did work in his life is is given his broad assignments. Oh, my God. You can't write anymore. And then the song kind of started forming itself. If I ever have to write an essay to be able to get that song, I just don't need to write that song. He's not saying, let's make a gold record that's going to do this in sales. What? The feature, right? Yeah, I don't need It's like a Tarantino film. I just want to make good music and i was like that's so she looks crazy. 50 Wait, hold on. she's hold 35 can we, can we like go back to that for a second because like what good. she said was monumentally dumb and i want to make fun of it this in sales god no and he was like i just want to make good music keep going and i was like that's so crazy crazy right yeah no i mean it's literally so hold on i don't know how to play an instrument or run a soundboard I'm or do anything crazy right and i'm, crazy, Ju- huh? and I'm jewish I'm kind of crazy right and i don't know how to i don't know how to play music <laughs> and or I'm, do anything technically and i'm a, and i'm and i'm really famous and i'm really crazy rich. right <laughs> and i control pop music kind of crazy huh? oh the audience comes last how can that be well the audience doesn't know what they want the audience only oh, knows there's, there what's we go. There there's we go. some Jewish shit right there. The Goyim don't know what they want. It's up, mm-hmm. to, us it's up to us to, to make them want it. what we're giving them. Yeah. How can that be? Well, the audience doesn't know what they want. The audience wow. only knows what's come before. Isn't the whole music business built around trying to figure out what somebody likes? Maybe for someone else it is, but it's not for me. 
That's that's some good juju. I'm glad we stuck with this. That's some good. Mm. Oh, look at that. I mean, picture that. that But but picture that attitude in all things that they do. Yeah, yeah. That's what they think about everything. It's like they create urgency, create desire for things. Like we we just because we control things because we because of what that which came before and that which came before was Jewish bankers and money men taking over industries and monopolizing them to give their descendants the power to tell the goyim, you don't know what you want. You're gonna buy what we give you because yeah, you don't have a choice. You don't like fundamentally. They, they they create desires for. We tell you to believe in. Stupid we're gonna kill you. So again, yeah. Alex, that's, that's yeah. Go to the rightstuff.biz/paywall for your subscription today. They're, they're, they're creating desires for vulgar, stupid things. It's not yeah, like they're creating exactly. desires for things yeah. that are valuable. They, they can go with like lowest common denominator. They might shit like gas stoves, right? Like no, no, like <laughs> seriously, right. they, they can they can they can put out lowest common denominator shit, which is what Rick Rubin does. Lowest common denominator crap. And like people eat it up, and they, partly the, why they eat it up is because they're dumb. But partly why they eat it up is because there's nothing else, and and they, and they, it can always be you know yeah like like everybody wants every rapper or every even like even like hipster white artists they want like an image of some black girl in an afro with headphones on on their shit because Rick Rubin decides like that's fucking cool. It's like put that everywhere, right? And there's plenty of people that don't like it, but those people just aren't cool because they have no voice in pop culture. Because they're shut out from Jews. Mm. So there it is. So all of you that don't feel like everything should have like a light-skinned black woman with an afro on it. With blue lips. You're just on. out of luck because Rick Rubin decided it the other way. Yeah, well, that's just awful. That's just really... I mean, this. I wouldn't trust this lady to give out to school lunch. Making Ugh. music is, of course, a business. But whether he's working with Malian singer Umu Sangare, Kesha, or Johnny Cash... Rick Rubin oh, in not working with Johnny Cash anymore. says for him, it's always been a deeply emotional. The fuck is that? <laughs> some that's is that like some Africans nigger, invented the guitar. Here it is. Your attempt at making a harp. We're trying to tap into a feeling. God, get his We're fucking... trying to tap into something. This is so that makes you want to lean forward and pay more attention. And I'm giving cues to look for in yourself. Because it all has to do with the artist. But I mean, that does sound very spiritual. It is. Sounds fucking like bullshit. No, it is. The whole no, no. thing is spiritual. I think, <laughs> no, is I think that's what I think that's what Anderson was getting. This sounds like bullshit. Is what he wanted to say. Yeah, I think I think he had a deep temptation. Even as, but the problem is he's a faggot that also depends on this industry yeah, for yeah, his wealth. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like you would say that sounds like something that like a stereotypical scam artist guru beast of shit would say to get people to like give him money and think they're special for giving him money. Mm. And he's like, that's exactly what it is. Like Rick Rubin is, is is like is like audacious and hotspot filled enough to say yes. That's exactly what audacious this is. enough to sit there in the studio while somebody else does all the work and bob his head and be like and yeah. pretend like he's pretend like he's now, the one that's like the genius. I don't know if you caught, but when, and, and during you know, the during the Kesha segment, she mentioned about him making suggestions. She said, "Should I double that?" And he said, "Do whatever you want. Let's try it." That was the suggestion that, that she made the suggestion. Like but maybe that's another one of his powers. He, he like also make, doesn't know what you that make means. the sale by making making it seem like it was they think think it was their idea. But the difference is he doesn't actually know how right. he's trying to direct them. He's like sure, but the other thing just is he probably it. just doesn't know what it means. I don't know what double that means. Uh, Whatever, do the thing sing, that you, you know. to sing it twice. No, I understand that. What I'm saying, I'm, I'm he sure, doesn't know that. I'm sure he knows what double it means. You think he's been around in studios long enough? I think that he knows what that, that means, but he doesn't know. It's like through osmosis, but like he just, that? but it's like just try it. Is like it's not like he's saying you know we should double that; it'll sound better. He's like let's see how it feels. He doesn't know. He doesn't care. None of us know. Or he just doesn't give a Magic. shit. And you don't want somebody who who's listening to music 
to think, oh, that's a Rick Rubin record. No. No, I want them to say this I is the best thing I've ever heard and not know why. No, no, no. He doesn't want them to say that's a Rick Rubin record because, like, all Jews, he wants to, like, be behind the scenes. Huh? You know, I don't want the Jewish influence here exposed. Oh, that was hilarious. That I gotta, get, really the, I gotta get that book. Don't, I gotta read but that. Bootleg it. Don't pay for it. I mean, yeah, I think legally, I with I think the court I order. might be able to make that happen. With a court I, order. I can just go to the library. Oh, right. We I go to the library and borrow, check out and, books. and borrow a Kindle version of it. Right? <clears throat> yeah, but, but then you gotta push your way through all the drag queens in the library. That's true. What, that, yeah. mm, well, I'll have the snipers yeah. cover me on my way in. Mm. Oh, that was exhaustingly fun. That was fucking fun. Yeah, we can't. We, we did like forty-seven minutes on stupid Rick Rubin. That's that good happened, transformative yeah. content. People are gonna like that. Yeah, I'm glad you did that. But that's all. It was very educational. It's in line with what we do here. This is what we do. here. All I had seen was the clip of him saying he didn't know how to run a soundboard or play an instrument. That or is program amazing. A drum machine. You know, P- Puff Daddy was the same way. He didn't know how to do anything either. Yeah, he kind of did the same he shit. Barely like, even knew how to rap. Hey, hey, yo, you know that police song? Let's 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 just rap over that. And I then, don't even know if he did that. That's all he did. All he, your- hey, everybody, Jordan Peterson here. I wrote a book about 12 rules for how to live your life, and I have a 13th rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs. He did was find... He picked out... Again, he picked out the 80s songs hits. to sample. Yeah, yeah, that's what he did. That was his thing. He's just got a good hook. Let's use it. Yeah. Let's just make Rick Rubin... And let's contact Rick Rubin so yeah. he can arrange the rights to but do he, that. Yeah. He can't program the drum machine, though. I'll have to get somebody else. Uh, so what are we going to do next? Did you... Alex, I have the shoot the six year old shooting, but do you have something else too we wanted to look at? Uh, uh I mean, I, I feel like Mike should probably read this entire article on Jewish vulgarity before we get into it. And oh. Andrew Joyce, I think, actually has already covered this recently. But oh, good, oh, good to see Andrew. It's pretty Joyce interesting. Working, it's a lot of bias confirmation. So do you want to save that for another time? Yeah, we can do that. I think we, we should say. I think we should save that one. You know, Friday. I'll read the All article. Right. Well, yeah. I have I have your post from Bang Then shooting by a six year old raises complex cultural questions. Just like Ru- yes. Rick Rubin, Rick Rubin himself is a glass on you. He's, he's pretending just... to be complicated, oh but God. it's all fake. Yes, it's very right. good. Let me pull that back up because I got he's a glass gefilte fish. By reading about farm policy, it's a glass matzo. <laughs> glass matzo ball. <laughs> it looks like it's simple complex. on the outside and it's simple on the inside too, though. Cultural questions. Matzo ball is just a lump of bread. It's almost impossible to wrap our minds around the fact that a six-year-old first grader brought a loaded handgun to school and no. shot the teacher. I mean, no. that's what. Was, I, but well, is here, it here's though? how here's how you know. Was they black? Well, that's my point. Here's <laughs> how you know it's not impossible for us to wrap our minds around because as soon as I heard this, I knew that the student was black. I was questionable whether the teacher was or not. That was up in the air. You don't know. It could go either way with that, maybe. But you know the kid that did it was black. Therefore, and if I know that right away. area of Virginia it was in whenever I, I saw it. But I didn't even have to know that. I didn't even have to know that, right? I, now, that might have added context the black later on. Area. But all I would have had to have known was that this incident happened. And I would have said, was the kid black? And I would have been right. And therefore, you know, it's not actually complicated because I can, we use one extremely simple heuristic to predict it. To predict it. And by predict, I don't mean like looking into a crystal ball. I mean, somebody says a black, uh, no, someone says a six-year-old shot a teacher. And I'll be, oh, he was black. And I'll be right every time. So if I can do that, it's not a complicated thing. 
Because I didn't use complicated math to do that. I didn't have to use like mathematics and science. Mathematics. Yeah, I didn't have to use mathematics. All I had to do is, oh, I have a heuristic, I have a racial heuristic on who does violent stuff. And also I've seen many things in the past of black little black kids playing around with guns, messing around with guns and causing problems. Uh, <laughs> and I know who's going to be responsible enough to get the, let the six-year-old have a gun. And I know the kind of six-year-old that's going to go and shoot somebody. And it's all black. Jennifer is black people. I got black problems. Jennifer Tallarico, <laughs> psychology professor at Lafayette College in Easton, Pennsylvania, believes the case hits differently in part because it violates society's expectations no, for doesn't. both school shootings. Well, it does because you know society expects school shootings to be done by you know messed up white kids, even though they're all done by exactly. which of, of exactly. which there were two others elsewhere in the country that day. And child, what were the other two like? I'm sure they were also were they black also because, niggers? because the the only time a school shooting makes the can news just, is when uh, it's a white person. Can because, I point out that they used hits differently? Yeah, that's what was getting here. me. Yeah, it hits different. Fuck you. It hits that's like Zoomer speak making its way into mainstream. Just bussing. Yeah, mainstream talk. But but the thing is, there are thousands of school shootings in America every year. Now the, the sort of the Ovalde type shooting is is, is more oh, rare, well, but I they happen. Vivaldi. Yes, the Vivaldi type shooting. Vivaldi that's when an autistic kid shoots up. No. <laughs> but, but that's when it's a, actually a white kid. No. But the, the Uvalde shooting is like... Oh, you, do you think of any Vivaldi other than Four Seasons? No, I don't know any Vivaldi other than... I don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 uh, only one knows. Right. <laughs> but that's fine. That was, his, that was his magnum opus. It probably wasn't even... He probably had something even more famous amongst people that know these things. Anyway, the point is this. Now I forgot. Oh, those mass like 20 kids killed by some crazy person, that's relatively rare, although it happens way more often than it should. But most school shootings is like a nigga had a problem with another nigga at school and he went and he shot him on school grounds. That's still considered a school shooting. It's a shooting that happened in a school. They're still using the literal definition of that for school shooting. And they get, because of that, there's thousands of them a year. And like they said, there's two others in America that day. And that was, I guarantee you, those two others were not like, I'm going to kill everybody. Like, I'm just shooting up those. It was like a nigga, like, I got a beef with this nigga, and I'm just going to shoot at him in school. Because I know that's where he's going to be. So, yeah. And everybody that listens to this program already knew that. But, yes. Virginia case is sure to stir debate about gun control and school safety. But Moira O'Neill, who led New Hampshire's office of the child advocate for five years, says anyone feeling shaken by the incident can take a few simple steps. She says, an abundance of research shows that the best way to support child development and promote resilience is to offer children a sense of belonging. What if you had to enter him, you know, promote a sense that the gun doesn't belong to you? Well, the gun probably did. I mean, the thing is... But I mean, this, it's, it's niggers. It's like, the gun's on yeah, the But that's not even the issue. The issue is that shit, all of that stuff that they say, like, I could believe you... That child psychologists in like a white community would say, okay, right, that's what if this there's is a kid about. that's having a problem, we need to make him feel like he's more a part of the class or he's more a part of his peer group and, and maybe have the kids not make fun of him or something, make, give him a sense of belonging, and he'll get better. The problem is none of that shit applies to black people. Right. Because they are just like antisocial retards. As we saw in that video we watched earlier, like... Huh. This shit, you can't take these these lessons that you can learn from relatively healthy people and, and just you can't take this shit and apply it to them. It doesn't work. None of these things work. You could do years, can I decades. You, can Let I, me just finish. You could do decades of psychological work with black kids with this idea of the, of, of the best way is to promote belonging and community, whatever. 
and none of it would work. Nothing would fucking change. We have something new here. Okay. We have a new wrinkle in oh. like in like, in like, like, in like the Negro crime flowchart. Okay. We have we we're, we don't we chart, don't yeah. have the different nigga theory yet here. Okay. What they're going with is he's not even a nigga yet. Like he's not you have to become a nigga before you can become a different nigga. They're saying it's ludicrous, it is absurd, it's utterly inconsistent with science that we know about human development and child development, she says. Let's own that. This was not a criminal act. It was like fingernails on chalkboard when they heard when I heard the police say it was intentional, he said. We don't call it intentional intentional when it's a six year old. He's not old enough to have intent. He's not a nigga yet. No, yeah, no, he does. It's like no, no. he did it. No, I will tell you this. That's crazy. I'll tell you this. It was intentional. Six year olds can have intention. He hated that teacher. And because he's black and because he lives in a community and, and one, he's got black instincts ne- necessarily, as uh, racially he has black modes of behavior coded in his DNA. And because in his community, when you don't like some, somebody, what do you do? You shoot them. So what did he do? He didn't like his teacher. He shot her. That's it. It's no. It was intentional. The police were correct. It was intentional because the, he probably went, they probably took him into custody somehow, and he was like, "I I hate my teacher, so I shot her." <clears throat> this is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz slash paywall. So it looks like we have some sort of Jew talking about the situation and why it's 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 bad to say that this 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 uh, kid was doing it intentionally. Yeah, bad, of course, right? of course we do. Of course we have that. So this is another this is another six year old shooting shooter from the year two thousand. The year two thousand. Well, so as it so happens, I decided that I would look up that particular shooting. Yeah. That also six year old shooter questioned. Another six year old shooter. Uh, let's see. What's the father's name? Because they're not really giving us the name of the kid. Uh, father is Dedrick Owens. The uncle's name is Sir Marcus B. Winfrey. <laughs> That's a nigga name. Yeah. He sat there drawing pictures of mountaintops <laughs> with him on top. <laughs> it's like Gerard spoke in class Sir today. Jamal spoke. Jaquarius spoke. Jaquarius spoke. Class in class today. Did Rick Rubin produce that? No. Let me take. Let no? me take a fat, another bias confirmation here. Let's see. No, that was a groundbreaking. Bias confirmation. That was a groundbreaking groundbreaking white people album. Yeah, that to was do actually. It. A, it had good sound. He probably got a hold of them after they were. Yeah, washed yeah. Up. Once they were famous, then he they went to his little thing and he bobbed his. They head probably they, they probably made him. a they may have made a really bad album. Yeah, yeah. With him. He went to they went to his Neverland Ranch and he bobbed his head Oof. and they made a terrible fucking album after that. So yes. Oh, of course, of course, it's a little white girl. He shot and killed a little white girl. Yeah. Uh, I guess they never did one. So we got uh, we got two shootings involving six year old in in both cases. The shooter was a nigger, and in both cases, the victim was a white female. Perfect. So, but you see, it's complicated. I don't think it's complicated. It's complicated. No, it's not complicated at all. So. Oh, you're still gonna that shit. Here's something. I have something for you. 
I open up my my email uh, to send an article to talk about to you, and immediately I got because I've been on like I'm on like GOP mailing lists because okay. I bought a Trump hat like four, five years ago, and I immediately get a spam. There's a spam email from like Josh Stein. We'll talk about this thing. Josh Stein. This is like, I'm humbled to announce oh. my campaign for governor of North Carolina, and I'm like you're not humbled. Fuck you. Shut up. Anyway, so this is something these conservatives actually did some good reporting here. Town Hall. Oh, these is, aren't the conservatives themselves? No, these are not oh, conservatives. All no, right, no, I'm relieved no, no, a little no, bit. No, no, this is this is Town Hall that actually did some good investigative reporting. And one of the things they're talking about is how this case is being totally ignored by the media. So this case was briefly made public when it happened. So it says tapes. We investigated a suburban LGBTQ pedophile ring. Here's what we found. For those and who it's can't really see. bad. Um. It's it's really bad it's to two, say... It's two gay men with... looks like little boys. Yeah, they got two little boys. So I'll just read... It says content warning, and I'm glad they have the content warning. This article contains graphic descriptions of child sexual abuse. Reader discretion oh, is advised. God damn it. A months-long town hall investigation reveals disturbing new details about the affluent LGBTQ activist couple. That's the, only, that's the other thing. These two fags are not just... Like, they're not just like... This is also what happens. Also, like, dude, when I see... That rainbow shit, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm, t- I'm looking at a fucking pedophile. Yep. Because that's why they do it. Yep. They use rainbows and kids bright rainbows. colors and contrasting, bright contrasting colors. The same reason you liked when you're a little kid, you like comic books and cartoons, is because you like the bright contrasting colors. It attracts a little kid's imagination. It, lacks, it attracts them because it's it's bright and it's it's you know. And so little kids are attracted to it. So they took this symbol. And they put, it's supposed to be like, and it's, it's literally meant to make like, I'm safe. But what it really means is I'm going to rape you. Um, uh, activist couple accused of sodomizing their young adopted sons, ages 9 and 11, distributing homemade child oh, sexual abuse material. Now, Town Hall is using the wrong terminology here, but we're going to use the CSAM. Uh, distributing homemade seized child sexual abuse material. Half a year after the shocking story made national news, Town Hall is the only outlet... Following wow. up on the criminal case in Georgia that has since seen zero headlines written about it. We found that it is far, far worse than what was first reported. Not only did these married men allegedly rape the two boys who were adopted through a, a Christian social needs adoption agency. Okay, so here we go. Again, again, I don't even have to comment on that. They were pimping out their children to nearby pedophiles in Atlanta area suburbs. Town Hall's follow-up investigation discovered recorded jailhouse calls, a trove of never-before-in-seat court documents, and testimony from a family member who spoke exclusively with Town Hall under uncover the extent of physical and emotional trauma the two uh, brothers endured, as well as the red flags the state overlooked during the same-sex couple's faster-than-expected adoption process. So because these two faggots Government were, workers. were well-known LGBTQ activists, they got fast-tracked to get kids. And this is why gays should be banned from adoption and banned this from marriage banned. and just banned, like in Russia. Vladimir Putin has the exact right idea. Ban just this like shit. Gas and this is also why this is also why the Russians stopped letting Americans adopt Russian children because because it's so impossible to get a white adoptee in America. It's very difficult if you only want to adopt a white child, you will be on the waiting list forever. To get a kid, and there's niggers aplenty, but like some people don't want to adopt them or they can't be convinced to do it. So people were going to, I knew a couple when I was a kid at church 
they had adopted two kids from Romania. They went. They wanted white kids, so they oh. went overseas and they got two Romanian kids. Let this kids go and on for two fucking years. Of course they did. Of course they did. But I got to give Vladimir Putin credit on this. They a few years ago they said no more adoption of Russian like Russian orphans and Russian children will be allowed to America, and they, and it was because of this faggot shit. It was because of this faggot shit. Um. So yeah, he made this kid suck his dick. It's like- Oh no! They raped them in the butt. They they raped the kids. They made them perform oral oral uh, pleasure on them. They made them do, and they did it. And they let other men come to their house and do it. And look, I hate. I, I know, like it's really gross. I don't want to have to describe this stuff or show pictures or anything. But also, every other time this has happened, this is not the first time this has happened. It happens all the time. And, oh, and they God. always bring in other members. These are other pals right here. They always bring in other people. Vicaro Sanchez, Vicaro Sanchez, and someone named Wallace. Yeah, like yeah, Sam Lawless or something. I can't. They don't have the first names there. They do have somewhere in the article, but yeah. So that Wallace, who snitched on the Zulox, told law enforcement he received. Oh hi! Here's another interruption. That's pre-recorded. Go to the rightstuff.biz/slash/paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. Received numerous messages via Snapchat from Zachary about fucking his son tonight, and to be prepared, dude. Jesus fucking Christ. There's nothing we can say about these people that's hateful enough. There's no such thing as there's no such thing as hate speech. There's like there's nothing I can say that's comes anywhere near close to the evil of what these people do and think. Yeah, I'm no. going and, to, and, and like and here's the thing. I don't even want to read that out loud. Never mind. No, don't, I don't that's, want because that's, that's got first person stuff in it. I'm not reading. But it's also yeah. just like we don't need to. Like people get it. Just like I was talking about Gorsad Kiev and uh, I was talking about that yesterday on um Striking Mike, I don't think Alex heard about this yet. We talked about it a little bit on prep. Um, I won't show those images. They did show them on the Vigilant uh, a Citizens website. They did show some of the images. I'm not going to show them on our show or on Striking Mike or any show on TRS. We don't show that kind of imagery. We don't even like reading the gory details of it. Obviously, listeners, if you want to read the Town Hall article, you can. If you want to read the Vigilant Citizen article, you can. Um, but this is pedo shit. This is this is well, child sex average, abuse this, material. This is average gay shit. This like, is no homosexual stuff. This, this is, is what, what gay shit. This is what the gay rights movement is a cover for. There is no innocent gay. Okay, there's not. And if there is, if there is a gay who doesn't engage in this and doesn't approve of it, they should expose the entire gay movement rather than say there's some good gays and some bad gays, just like there's some good straight people and some bad straight people. The difference is. The gay identity itself is intimately connected to this. Okay, the gay identity itself is, and, and is, and the, the acceptance of gay identity is essentially acceptance of child sexual abuse. That's what it is. The two things are the fucking same. And if you think, oh, I know a gay person that doesn't do this, well, I don't care. That doesn't matter to me because that person is an outlier. And if they say things that say there's good gays and bad gays, they are fundamentally covering up for this. They should say, no, there's no good gays. The gay identity is bad. The gay identity is a cover for child sexual abuse. It's perverts covering for each other. It's Jews covering for perverts, covering for each other, covering for fucking pedophilia. I don't even like to use that word. They're child sex abusers. Child sex abusers. Let's do that as an MK Ultra term. Child sexual abusers, child sex abuse material. Stop saying child pornography. I agree totally with the people that say don't do that. And, um, you know, I saw this thing about Twitter where they were saying it's actually not true that Elon Musk cracked down on CSAM. 
I'm like, so you mean after that story came out that like Jews doubled down on CSAM on Twitter and then they blamed Elon Musk. How come we never had any expose? As much as I hate that fuck Elon Musk, how come we never had any expose on CSAM on Twitter before he took it over? The media doesn't care. And now they know they don't care again. They only cared because he actually said he exposed it and removed it. Now he probably didn't, but he, you know, anyway. So I don't want to hear this. And even these conservatives at Town Hall, I give them a lot of credit for doing this investigation and following up on it when no one else would. Town Hall's always been, like, slightly less retarded than a lot of conservative stuff, although there's still retarded stuff on it. But um, but this shit, like, I give Town Hall all the credit for following up on this and shining light on it. But conservatives, you have to be radically intolerant of gays and homosexual stuff at all. Because if you're not... Ultimately, this stuff will be suppressed in your circles, too, because they're promoting homosexuals to the top of your thing because Jews don't trust straight white men. So your whole movement is niggers and faggots because Jews don't trust straight white men to carry out their orders. Even people like Sean Hannity, even them, even fucking venal, fucking corrupt, fucking white people like that, they still don't trust them enough. So they're going to keep pushing this and eventually the whole conservative movement is going to be run by blacks and fags if it's not already it effectively almost already is and so town hall is like a relic and you're going to notice they're going to be it's not going to go further than that it's not going to go further than town hall it's not going to go to breitbart it's not going to go to drudge it's not going to go further than that so wow they were actually denied bond. I'm shocked. Well, the thing is, the thing is, once it got to the court system, it was so egregious nobody could deny what the police had found and what what was going on. So what they did, the way they're covering this up is the media just won't talk about it, and the media specifically won't talk about it because of the groomer phenomena, where the one good thing conservatives have done in the last year was this groomer stuff and they were actually doing real-world on-the-ground activism. They were going to libraries they were going to drag queen story hours and they were confronting these people. And I give them all the credit in the world for doing that. I support them doing that. And while this is going on, it's the best thing they've done in they've a long realize time. It's a, mm. And it's going to be, it's already being sabotaged right now. And that's Listen the whole point this. of the, of the Rick DeSantis campaign. What? But like, yeah, but one second, let me finish this point. The media is specifically ignoring this because it gives ammo to that. And because they were out there saying it is false that there's a link between homosexuality and pedophilia. And they say that that's like made up. It's conspiracy theory. This is the, this is the kind of thing where the fact check false stuff when liberals do it is legitimately lies. Okay. It's not with that other conspiracy shit they do. That's why they want to get you on that. So the fact check false people are right. Mm. When they have to say there's no link between gay and pedophile, they're the liars. Their that's fact checkers are bullshit. And you can see through that, and you can prove that wrong. And that's what they want you not doing. Anyway, yeah. You can read the founding documents of queer theory for that, where they're crying about age of consent. They sound like a bunch yeah. of libertarians. Remember, remember anyway. Derek Jensen uh, doing, like, uh, queer theory bingo with his students? I don't know if any... There's a very famous video of Derek Jensen, yep. a leftist professor, doing queer theory bingo, uh, and, or queer theory jeopardy, rather. And it's really funny, because the pro-tranny students are, like, yeah. screaming yeah, at Yeah, that's him. what I was thinking of. They're yeah. like... Yeah, they're like... Uh, we see you... We see you, we see you. Which, is a, which is a violent yeah. threat when they say that. Oh, it's absolutely So nestled threat. within a suburb, suburban paradise, the Zulok mansion turned house of horrors had, surfa- had surveillance cameras installed in every square foot of the property. 
the family, so a family member. Well, so they're, not really for, for, they're not really surveillance. Those are like basically Listen to, to sell the film to... There was, all, world. there was also a secret windowless room the size of a closet without any doors hidden behind a movable bookcase in the home office that the cops left open, which felt like something out of a horror movie, the relative said. Another creepy interior room devoid of windows was reportedly used as a home theater. So they had a room behind a movable bookcase where they would go do their fucking... That's fucking sick. Their own little Anne Frank house. LGBTQ pride paraphernalia littered the family's extravagantly furnished four-bedroom, five-bedroom house. Putting rainbow Mickey Mouse stuffed animal placed oh atop. Uh. I thought I thought copyright law that like Disney like heavily lobbied the government for was supposed to protect Mickey from being victimized by people that would want to harm use him to harm children. Like here you go, it's rainbow Mickey in the kid rape house. Yeah, what is going to happen to these poor boys? Well, unfortunately, they're, they're probably, probably just they're damaged. probably just they're, they're probably just for life. I'm they're sure. probably just fags now. Well, they're going to be gay, and they might they, they might continue this. They probably they possibly will. It's not you're even probably, fault, you're probably gonna like, have to like they're probably gonna have to be like ankle bracelets. They're probably gonna have to just be life. kept from people. It sucks, but that's that's what we would do if we were in powers. We would actually even the victims of this, we'd try and find someplace nice for Thanks. them to live without being able to potentially repair the, the groomer shit. There's a rain a rainbow turtle inside his shell. It's okay if you're not ready yet. I mean, is it like if, is it's, it if, really you're, not, if you're not is it ready? Really okay? If you're ready, if you're if they're not ready, you're just gonna force yourself. Yeah, if, on it's them, okay right? if you're not ready yet. We'll just rape you. Yeah. Oh God. Sorry. I'm sorry. I love this illustration. Even in 2020s, some people are afraid to come out of and be themselves because of fear of rejection from friends, families, coworkers, and/or society. Or love just is because love. They're love like eight years old. Plus, I love turtles. I love turtles. No, this is look at these look at the welcome mats. This is just, gayest place in town. It's basically even, a zoo in here. That's that's great. That's really yeah, that's nice. real nice. That's just yeah. This is just this is just like and again. This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Writestuff.biz slash paywall. You can use crypto, e-checks, mail in a money order. Or even use your credit card on Sven's Odyssey channel. The link will be below in the show notes. That's the right stuff dot biz slash paywall. And I our give... business is our business. What happens in our home stays in our home. The gay well, couple allegedly told their abuse. Signs. I mean, I guess not. Well, but but how many other homes? How do they catch? How do they catch these people? Well, again, that guy, the outsider that guys? guy, actually uh, they, seemed to they, feel they, some they, remorse. They got caught because one other fag got butt hurt. <laughs> Yeah, but heard in a right of the mouth. Was it exactly was, what you would expect? Was he mad about something other than like the child sex abuse? Oh yeah, yeah, well, you of know course. he was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sick fucks. I mean, uh, imagine being backstabbed by another fag. I mean, yeah. there's all kinds exactly. of double entendres there, but like. Yeah. I, I can't imagine that the fag is community there, is has there a, honor. So. I was just say, is there like a didn't do nothing campaign for these people no, on Twitter? No, or whatever? they just don't want. No, they're just they're just. This is the thing when it's they're doing dynamic silence. Oh wow! On I just I just I just um, did I spell it right? Let me double check that before I go forward with that. I just put their name in. No, I spelled it right. Zulok Z U L O C K. Put Zulok in the search bar on Twitter. You got Steve Saylor. Twenty <laughs> twenty two tweets about Zulok. And Zulok. There's no R, I don't think. Oh yeah, just Z U. Yeah. Okay, Z U. So we've got a I got a total of 139. Is tweets. Steve Saylor talking about it? I'm sorry, 129 tweets. Or is that just what's on your thing? I'm sorry, I don't. know. Maybe you're not good at video games. Like that's 
Like you watch the screen, you're cheating, but you can't see what's going on. Like no, that's just what's at the top of my. Why can't read your? No, over here, over over here, Zulak. It's just 107 tweets today. Yeah, no one's talking. These are all conservatives getting ignored. This is in Spanish. I can't read it. Even the conservatives on Twitter don't want to talk about it. NBC made an made an editorial decision not to include a photograph of the couple. Facing for most don't cover for child molesters. Okay, the New York Post covered it, but six months ago and dropped it. Andy, well, yeah, this is you're right. This is August. Yeah, these tweets. Wow, that's funny. It said 107, 107 tweets today, but these tweets are all from August. Yeah, where are the tweets from today? Twitter. Maybe there's 107 people oh, no, right, that are tweeting go. the town hall article because that came out uh, yesterday. Okay, here's one. <clears throat> Yeah, they're just tweeting out the article, a couple of newer ones. Yeah. If you're on my feed and you're okay with this or you defend it, you will be blocked. Zachary Zulak frequently well, promotes you. Why don't we go a little bit further than that, though? Like, just, you're going to block me. Like, it's not, it's like, it's like, it's not just about your fucking feed, bro. It's like, why don't you go a little further than saying, I'm going to block somebody who's, like, not mad about pedophilia? Like, oh, how about you actually develop a, how about we do an organized movement to, like, destroy okay, child sex abuse? Here's Ricada Law. He's asking. He's he's tweeting at Google, asking why they're deranking the town the town hall article about it. Of course they are, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. well, why do you think Rikita? I mean, the thing is, he knows the answer, mm-hmm. but he's not going to say it. He's going to, and that's all he's going to tweet about it. And yeah, I'm sure that Google is deranking it. Like if you search Zulok, I'll bet you you don't get this. I'm going to just Google search it. Yeah, go I for get. it. <clears throat> that's a pretty unique fucking word. Like I, I don't see how they could have Google bombed it with something else by now. That's fucking sick. Um, it's the top hit is Zachary Jacoby Zulok, um, which is a Twitter. It's an Instagram account. I don't know if that's, that's his it, Instagram, probably where he. But it's like so the, okay, the news so story is still up. Ah. Yes, 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 yes. To my amazing husband William, Papa, to our wonderful two boys, activists. So right. that is still there. We got ourselves a wood chipper post in here. Okay, it's a gift, and, so I can't. And then, yeah, no, good. Wood chip. Yes, that's the that's the answer to this problem. And um, then we have a New York Post article from August, comes second. Mm-hmm. We have a Cernovich tweet. Let me see when that's from. Cerno tends to be good on this stuff for all everything else that's wrong with him. Cernovich, that's from 4 p.m. yesterday, so okay. Um, and Daily Wire has followed up 23 hours ago. They followed up in the town hall piece. Uh, KKTV is from August. Everything. Um, Disney employee. Now here we have September 17, 2022. Disney employees arrested in child sexting operation. That's these two. They bought, they worked for Disney. Um, but all this stuff is now after that, everything is from the original bust. So they must be deranking. Here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. They must be deranking town hall, but you know what? They'll never derank. Daily Wire, because that's actually covered this story, and for whatever, you know, maybe just to maintain some credibility with conservatives, they didn't want to cover it. They didn't do the investigation. They just repeated what Town Hall did, and because it went around in conservative circles, they needed to to cover for that. But they're not deranked on Google, but Town Hall better believe that it is, because it's not run by Jews, at least that I know of. (laughs) Chris O'Leary, Catholic Survivor. Since the oh, case, is that surviving gay? Uh, no, this is somebody who was supposedly abused by a cardinal. Oh, okay. But, Since the case of Zach, I just don't. I kind of don't believe those stories anymore. I believe. I, I, I believe them. I think the Jews just put you up to them. 
I mean, the Catholic, well, the okay. Catholic priests like molesting boys. You, shut up. Like, well, okay. clean up your Orthodox communities, kikes. Yeah, no, no, you, no I, I understand that. Like... I understand that perspective, but I think it does happen in because I, I've always believed that the priesthood is not well, necessarily uh, well, just Catholic. Uh, this but... accounts apparently a propagandist for that. So I'm just a little grain of salt. But oh, is since, he defending this? No, he's saying since the case of Zachary and William Zulak is back in the news, I'll mention. This is a very confusing story for someone who's very supportive of the LGBT plus folks. I'm concerned that pedophiles are trying to win acceptance under the plus. So, so like, no, no, no. That's so wait a what minute. the plus is. No, that's what LGBT. No, there's no the plus is not the. No, no, it's LGBT. But why? But wait, I don't understand it. You so you survived getting molested, and, and you're you and jumped you're, right and you're, into and the LGBT community. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, of course, because he 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 turned his molestation trauma against the Catholic Church. Members of the community and its allies must acknowledge and follow this very troubling Zach, uh, Zachary. I'm no, sorry, they're not going to case, and so we can reject and disavow alleged abusers. No, in our, don't no, even say alleged. No. That's the tell. You think they might not be guilty? No, no it's not even that. It will <laughs> one first of all, but it's not that. What it is is that the problem is, and this is what the top LGBT people and the Jews that run it will say: <clears throat> apologizing for it acknowledges that this happens, and we don't want to acknowledge that. Hey, it's your worst possible nightmare. It's the sound of Borzoi interrupting whatever wonderful talking point Mike is making right now, interrupting your own train of thought. And you're in this position listening to me right now, well, because you're listening to the free version of this show. You're not even getting all the content, and now you have to listen to me. Is this what you want? Is it really? This is the, You want to hear this? You want to hear me? That just can't possibly be what you want. So if you want to rectify that issue, go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can make one-time donations and get three months, six months, even a year. So why are you doing this to yourself? This has to be especially troubling because I'm not even going to check the audio and how this sounds. So you could also be listening to just terrible audio right now. So why not just stop doing this to yourself and get behind the paywall at the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. This even happened. Because no matter what... If this comes out and becomes a big story, and this isn't the first time this has happened, there's been other cases of this, but if this becomes a big story, all of your fact-checking and disavowals in the world won't matter. People will connect the LGBT plus movement and particularly wealthy activists in that movement with child sex abuse, which they should do because they're connected. Allow the Mr. Gas to do it tomorrow. Right. I wish we had here's the gas chamber, but unfortunately, like you don't have that. I'll here's the gas to, chamber. I'll I'll, I think I've sent it to you. You need to hook it up. You need to here's the gas chamber. Here's the gas chamber. But see, this is the problem. So the reason that the LGBT community will never acknowledge and disavow is because acknowledging it, nobody's going to believe your disavowal. People will be like, "Oh, so wait, so faggots are really just child sex abusers." Oh shit! I didn't know that. Now, I, now I, I hate faggots. That's the reaction people will have. Like they had to, they worked so hard to make all this propaganda and 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 have it in people's minds disconnect being a homosexual with with being a weird pervert child sex abuser that you could be like, oh, they're just happy, funny guys that want to be with each other, love is love, like all that shit. <sighs> Like, they, they they don't want that propaganda broken. This breaks that propaganda. Like that guy said, I'm deeply confused by this story. Well, I'm not. Yeah. It's another it's thing that clear. doesn't confuse me at all. It's another glass onion. <laughs> I could make oh, a very this. awful joke, and I'm not going to. Now, it's very complex on the outside to see one of the fathers was previously oh. accused of raping a boy. 
It's got so many layers. You just peel them back. Well, the fact is, I'm confused. He's just a child rapist. That's all. It's a child rapist. It's not confusing. It's, it's this is very a perverted look child at rapist. It's right, very clear. This is somebody that needs to be wood chipped after a court order is is issued for such wood chipping. It's a glass wood chipper. It seems <laughs> very complicated, well, but just fact, what goes in in one piece comes just, out in many small pieces. But it just won't even work. And it's very you, simple. You, you literally can't make a wood chipper out of glass. You have to make it out of metal. Anyway, but the point is this: the glass wood chipper. But <laughs> I want it to be funny. I I, I don't. I, I want to see the degener- degeneracy clear. being destroyed. So it's got to be made of glass. I just want to make this clear to the FBI because I know that the FBI is not only. Like has it in for us, but is also gay. Like I know the FBI well, is well, a gay. FBI, come get your boys. <clears throat> it's just like the faggot bus, faggot butt investigators. That's what the FBI is. Faggot. Now it's faggot boy uh, impalers. And I'm sorry to say that that was terrible and awful, and I, I mm. deeply, deeply apologize. But here's the thing, fags. I mean the fact. I mean when I say fags, I mean the FBI yeah, agents yeah, listening yeah. to this show. I'm only endorsing the wood chipper. Legally, after a court order, I'm not suggesting anybody go vigilante with that. You, know, you, should, really, you should really tone legally, down. You should really tone down your message and have it more respectful. You want to win any of the F- FBI guys over? Legally, you really shouldn't bully them. Like legally, this. after a court order, is the only way I endorse this action. Okay, mm-hmm. it's it's a le- I want a legal process. I'm not suggesting anybody go vigilante and do any violence to anybody. I don't endorse any of that. However, in an ideal country, we would have very very harsh legal penalties for this kind of thing. And as a political activist, I am endorsing that as a political solution to this problem. And if that makes the fags Capital. listening to the show, by that I mean the FBI agents listening mad, stay mad, faggot. And the capital punishment would be hot and heavy. It would start almost immediately. Yeah. Yes. Legally with a court order. I mean, it's not illegal when there's a court order. Right on. Well, I guess it's time to go now that I'm fully depressed. That's just disgusting. And it's, I, I read a tweet. Somebody tweeted a quote from the story in here that the two adoptive fathers, their their lavish lifestyle began about a year after receiving the boys. So it tells you everything you need to know about what they were doing, where, their yeah, where the from. money was. Where's that money oh, coming from? Oh, my God. Where's that money coming Absolutely from? It's just disgusting. Pimping them out. Trafficking. Anyway. Everybody. Where's the FBI on this? There was local cops that arrested them. The feds don't give a shit. What are you crazy? They're still not. They're, they probably still have no. No, they're to do they're with probably it. suppressing it. They're probably suppressing any investigation. This is into a, it. this is a state. This is a state level affair. State we level don't affair. Get There's nothing going on. Yeah, we here. don't care about that. If this was if FBI this was, agents are probably customers. If it's if it's national or international, they would have like. I mean, mysteri- feds were mysteriously mad that you know right. they were loyal customers of these two. Well, I was about to say, if that was the case, they would have been they would have suicided by now. No, that's how they deal with that kind of shit. That's when the FBI is involved. Oh, they, the perpetrators are suicided. Wow. Yeah. Okay, everybody have a nice day. Thank you. I should put this hour out for free, so everybody, <laughs> even people who aren't paying, can have their day ruined. <laughs> we'll put it on Odyssey. Yeah. Always give your best, 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 best. Never get discouraged. Never be petty. Always remember. Others may hate me. Those who hate you don't hate you unless you hate them. Then you destroy yourself.